You're listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you're looking for the tools to deal with the challenges of this ever-changing modern world, you're in the right place. Now let's get it going. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Tools for the Modern Man podcast. This week, we're going to be discussing goals. What are goals? Goals really are just targets that we set for ourselves that are attainable. Um, you know, I love some of the quotes that came out for goals. Albert Einstein, you know, once said, if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal, not to people or things. Mark Twain also said, kind of, without dreams and goals, there is no living, only merely existing, and that is not why we are here. A lot of times I feel that when we get into ruts, when we start to kind of feel down, we need a goal. We need something attainable. We need an opportunity to move towards. And a lot of what we work on in our businesses, our careers, and in our lives revolve around having goals. When we're younger, we think about these goals all the time. We think about what we want to be when we grow up. We think about what kind of house we want to live in. We think about what kind of car we want to drive. Um, you know, and we're always thinking about something that we can attain. As we get older, we start to work hard. You know, we start to study into different things. We start to try, fail, succeed. And we think that once we accumulate enough stuff, we're done, right? Once we've bought that house, worked in that career, achieved a certain level, a certain level of finance, a certain level of money, we're good. That's it, right? And then we just coast. How many people in my life have I heard, oh, I just can't wait till I retire? Well, and then what? We need goals as human beings to feel like we have purpose. It goes back to kind of what our core values are, what our vision is for our life. You know, what kind of mission do we have for ourselves? What is our purpose? And it doesn't have to be something big. And I think this is the misconception we all have is that we often talk, talk about goals and they end up being these huge, like, uh, impossible thoughts that we have that don't really resonate with where we are and who we are in the moment. And that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today is how do we set a goal? How do we know that that goal is something we really want? What's the framework of having a goal? Why it's important? Um, and again, what we can do to set ourselves up for success. Right? Because at the end of the day, we all want to be happy and we all want to be, we all want to have that sense of accomplishment when we put our head down at night to go to sleep. So first things first, you know, what is a goal? A goal is just something you set for yourself, right? There, you know, there's lots of different literature on it. There's lots of different coaches and ways of thinking about a goal. But I like to really simplify it, bring it back down to what is it really? It's something you want, right? Ultimately, a goal is achieving something that you want for yourself, right? The next question is why? Why do you want it? What makes it important to you? And I think that there are lots of stuff that we can write down and we can say that we want. I, had, I did an exercise once where I wrote down 100 things that I wanted. And this is an exercise you can do at home. 
what are 100 things you want? The first five are super simple. The next five, you know, become materialistic. And then you start to struggle when you get to those larger numbers because outside of some of the materialistic things like a car and a, and a house, vacation, you know, clothes, whatever it is, after you get through those, you really have to start digging deep and looking at what is it that you're trying to accomplish? What will help you to grow? And goals should have a component of growth to them. And they should have a little bit of fear and apprehension to them. You know, a goal should be something that's attainable. And it, when you're designing one, when you're thinking about one, it really is important for you to see yourself achieving the goal, but it should also stretch you outside of your comfort zone. And that's why it's important to know your why. Because a goal that isn't big for you, a goal that doesn't scare you a little bit and excite you at the same time, is a goal you won't achieve or attain. Because the effort that needs to go into ex executing and getting to that goal is not going to be worth it. <laughs> you know, that, that old that phrase, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. Well, the juice has to be worth the squeeze. The goal has to be worth the effort. And that's why it's important to tie it to your why. So the first question, you know, I would always ask myself is what? What is the goal? And the next question is why? Warren Buffett has this one exercise that he presented to one of his um, colleagues when asked, you know, about how do you prioritize things? How do you accomplish things? And what he had told this guy was, write down 25 things that you want to achieve in your career. But this could apply to your life, to anything else. So write down 25 things. Now, of those 25 things, choose five that are most important. So choose the five that are most important. Think about this in your life. Of the, five, of the 25 things that you want to accomplish, maybe it's weight loss. Maybe it's establishing a new habit. Maybe it's saving for a big purchase. Maybe it's saving for a vacation. Maybe it's buying a house. Maybe it's learning a new skill. Playing, like I, was, I picked up playing guitar. Maybe it's a new language. What is one of your goals? All of the things that you want to do in your life. And prioritize the top five. What are the five things that if you did would dramatically change your life? And then what Warren Buffett said was you prioritize those five and then eliminate the 20. Don't even think about them anymore because they cause distractions. And I think that's what happens to us when we goal set. When we try to set a goal, we set one, and then there's all these other little things that start to percolate into our head and start to distract us. And if we don't stay focused on the goal, we can't achieve it. We won't achieve it because something shinier will show up and distract us from what we need to do to execute for that goal. The other thing, the other question you really need to ask yourself is how long? This is a great, you know, this is a good example for this is school. We go to university 
you choose to go to university and you want to get into a degree, I went through engineering and I knew it was a four-year program. Some people made it an eight-year program, but each person's different. So when I went into engineering, my what was go to engineering, graduate with an engineering degree. My why was because I don't know what else to do <laughs> and this is what you do. So I had the support of my family and I was allowed to, you know, had the opportunity to go to university. That was my why. And the how long was four years. So for me, there was a fifth optional year, but it was essentially get done in four years. As you can see, when we're younger, we have less choices. I wasn't burdened with being married, having children, having to integrate other people into my whys and integrate them into my goals and how do my goals affect them. I got to focus solely on what, my, what, on, what I want to do today and focus on that through my four years to execute a goal. That was one goal over four years. And at the end of four years, I finished with a degree. As we get older, we don't have that luxury of just really honing in on one thing and be single-minded focus. So when we are looking at our goals, we really need to check in with this why and how long. How long are we gonna work on this? How long are we gonna give ourselves before we decide to quit on something? Is it one year, four years? Is it forever? Was this something you'll work on forever? So that's another question to really ask yourself. And when you're carving out these thoughts and these goals, one of the things you really need to, I think, really need to focus on is what is going to be the cost? Right? What's the cost of this goal? What are the rewards? Because I think it's really easy to see what we benefit from the from the goal. So let's say it's lose 20 pounds. You go to your doctor, you have your annual physical. Your doctor, if he's anything like my doctor, will say, you need to lose some weight. So you set a goal for yourself. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. The reward is feeling better, feeling lighter, being able to move more effectively, more efficiently, less pain, healthier, um, less strain on my heart, less strain on my organs. What's the cost? What do I have to give up in order to achieve that goal? Well, it means I probably have to eliminate some things, right? In order to gain something, I need to eliminate something else. And that is a, a simple material balance. <laughs> like we used to say in engineering, it was a material balance. If I want to gain something over here, I've got to take away something from over here. So I have to eliminate something from my lifestyle if I want to lose 20 pounds. I would have to eliminate treats, sugars, sweets. I have to, if I'm not going to completely eliminate them, I'm going to have to take them down to almost zero. I'm going to have to eliminate wine, which I love. And I, <laughs> you know, it's part of my hobbies is analyzing wines and drinking and different things of different areas. So I would eliminate that. I would also have to portion size. So cut down on how much I'm eating. So you can see that I'm going to suffer. I'm going to feel deprived of something 
if I focus on what I'm eliminating against the reward. And this is where you need to check in. How much do you want to achieve the goal? What is it going to do for you to have that goal accomplished, that check mark done? Because the road to the goal is challenging. It's going to test you. It's going to get you to question yourself. And I think that there's different stages for when you're in a when you're goal setting and when you're trying to execute a goal. The goal setting part is fun. It's exciting. You get to think of all the things you're going to do once you achieve this goal. And then you have to you get into an area of focus. Okay. I've decided on my goal. I really know what I want to do. So now I need to focus down and create all of the the plans around it, the steps, the mini goals, the everything that goes into it. And when that comes up, as you plan that out, you're going to start getting distracted. You're going to start to see the road it's going to take to achieve the goal. And that's when distraction sets in. Oh, well, I could go and do this. I could go and do that. This might be difficult. What if I change this goal? What if I, you know, peel it back a bit? And then you start down the path of achieving the goal and you're going to feel the strain of that goal. You're going to feel the discomfort of doing something that you are, that's challenging you. And that discomfort is why the why is so important. And this is where you're going to be tested. And this is where you have options daily to quit on the goal. Then there's going to be some disappointment because the goal isn't happening fast enough because we all are trained now for instant gratification, which is why the how long is important because if you give yourself a year and nine months pass and you haven't achieved your goal, you're going to start feeling impatient. But if you haven't given yourself that time, you don't know how long it's going to take, you might end up quitting. And then finally, it's you achieve this level of determination where it's no longer a feelings-based goal. It's now ingrained in your psyche and you're going to attack it like the Terminator until you complete your goal. So this is all fine and good, but really what is the makeup of a goal? And, and it comes in five parts and there's a very simple an, an acronym for this called SMART. And you know, it, break, it basically breaks it down like this. The first one is your goal should be specific, right? It should be specific. Do not have these large, grandiose, arbitrary goals. Specificity is, your, is how you're going to achieve success. Number two is it must be measurable. Right? If you can't measure it, it's a vision. It's not a goal. Right? It's an idea. But a goal has to be measurable. Do you want to make $100,000? Check. Do I want to lose 20 pounds? Check. Those are measurable goals. The other one is attainable. Kind of said this earlier. If it's a if it's an unrealistic goal, 
what are the chances of you believing that you can achieve it? And there are techniques to make a really out there wild goal achievable by creating smaller goals. But the first one needs to be attainable. I like to think it's something that would, would, I would call a stretch goal. Something that is currently out of your, that you currently don't have, that you can see yourself getting to, but is just out of reach. That is what I would call attainable, right? A stretch goal, something that's believable, yet just outside of your reach. I'm never going to be a professional athlete. I just turned 46 this year, and um, as long as Tom Brady was still playing quarterback, I had a chance to be a professional quarterback. But once he retired this year, my, you know, that dream of being a professional athlete was dashed. And so if I set a goal to become a professional athlete, that just may not be attainable. Now, if my goal is to be able to run for 90 minutes straight, that's something I believe I can do. So you see the difference between a goal that's unattainable and a goal that is, in my mind, a stretch goal, but definitely attainable. The last one should be relevant. Or sorry, second last one is relevant. And by relevant, I mean something that matters to you. If it doesn't matter to you, you won't do it. If it matters to someone else, if you're setting up a goal because someone else set it up for you, you're never going to achieve it. Or if you do, it's going to be a painful, painful process. So relevant is a key one. And then the last one is time. Set a deadline. And this is the most flexible one of all of them. They always say, don't change your goal. Change the time it takes for you to get there. So we oftentimes overpredict what we can do in a short period of time and underpredict what we can do in a long period of time. And this is where you know, the, the tactics of goals and execution come in. But for the goal setting phase itself, just follow these five steps. Be specific, make it measurable, make sure that it's attainable, that's something you believe that you can do. Make sure that it's relevant to you and set a deadline. So really, that's the framework of goal setting. I hope you all enjoyed this one. If you're interested in having a conversation around goal setting, if you want to bounce some ideas, you can always get a hold of me. Go to my website at petevescus.com. Set up a time. You can always you know, just set up a consult, a quick consult call, and we can have a chat. Um, next week, I plan on having a great guest who's going to talk about his vision of what goals are, and we'll have a good discussion around that, give you a different perspective of, about goals. Hope you enjoyed this week, and I look forward to talking to you all next time. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Tools for the Modern Man podcast. If you like what you heard today, drop me a review on iTunes or share it with a friend. And if you want to learn more about working with me, you can always look me up at www.petebeskis.com. Thanks, and see you all next week.